my biggest investment mistake was opening my wallet wide for advice about something I wasn't ready for personally or in my business. Ever worry about making mistakes in your coaching business? Or maybe you're terrified you'll get something wrong. First off, don't panic. Everyone makes mistakes. Second, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Coach Pony Podcast Season 3. This season is all about mistakes that coaches make when building their businesses. From contracts to relationships to websites to events, we'll cover it all to save you time and stress. And most of all, to remind you that mistakes are normal. So with that, let's get down to business. All right. Welcome to this episode of the podcast where I'm here with Bobby Palmer from datelikeagrownup.com. And we are here to talk about business mistakes. Specifically in this episode, we're going to be talking about business investment mistakes. When you write a large check or hand over an enormous amount of money in order to get some business advice or consulting or something else, and it doesn't quite work out the way that you wanted. And so today we're going to dive into a mistake that Bobby made because a lot of coaches do it. So if you have, you aren't alone, but there's a lot to learn. So hello, Bobby. Afternoon. Welcome to Mexico. I'm glad you're here. (laughs) We're still in Mexico recording this podcast, which is so much fun, but I just want to dive right in. So tell me, Bobby, what was your biggest business investment mistake? This was hard because there's so many, but my biggest investment mistake was opening my wallet wide for advice about something I wasn't ready for personally or in my business. All right. So Bobby, tell us what was the mistake specifically? What did you invest in for your business? I invested in a coach who was a big time coach who coached like the real big internet marketers. That's what we used to call them in the old days. And I wanted to be just like her. So I spent $20,000. This was over 10 years ago. So you'd been in business for not even two years at this stage. Right. Okay. I'd been in business a couple of years, opened my wallet, 20 grand, pretty much all up front. And this was a guy that I thought, oh, he's proven that he can accomplish this for someone and make somebody really you know, famous and, and wealthy and so forth. And I thought, I want him to do that for me. But I was in no way ready. I was in no way ready. Even if he was the best coach on the planet, I wasn't able to implement what he was teaching me. So that was going to be my next question. So it seems on the surface, and I think many people listening would say, that sounds great. You've been in business for a couple of years. You were ready to really grow. You found someone who was proven at helping people who had results. So why was this a mistake for you? Um, what he had me do, he created a business plan, Right. And we went online, we went on Microsoft Project, and we had all these tasks laid out and all this stuff. And I looked at it and I thought, how the hell am I going to do all that? It wasn't a thought I had in advance of, do I have the infrastructure? Do I have the money? Because there were extra expenses. Do I have the brain power, the time? Because no matter, you know, there's, there's the saying that you have nine women pregnant for one month each. And you forget that everything has to go by you right? So you could have five people on your team working for you, but pretty much, especially at the beginning, everything goes through you. So he had good ideas and he had all this laid out and he was like, all you have to do is this, 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 this. And there was 
nobody to help me do it. I didn't have the time to do it. I didn't have the technological infrastructure to do it. It was a cluster. It was so hard and miserable. And on top of it was that 20 grand. It was a big mistake. Do you feel like at the, at the size your business was, 20 grand was too much? Just the cost alone was too much? Cost alone was too much. And again, this was, you know, about 10 years ago. So that was an enormous investment. I um, had to dig into, I mean, that put me in the red. And I thought, well, I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to make money just like her, right? I'm going to have a, a program just like her when I'm done working with this guy. But I do have to say, it was his fault too. You know, I'm a dating coach. You all know I'm a dating coach, right? It's kind of like me taking a client, accepting a client who expects to find love in two months. I, I would never do that because I know that's not possible. And I do put some of the responsibility on him as an expert who'd been in the business a really long time. He should have been like, look, girlfriend, like, do you think he could really do this? But ultimately, it was my responsibility, of course. It was my, my big mistake. It took six months of my life. I was, by the time I was done, I was in the hole to almost $30,000 because wow. I had to hire people to implement. And since everything went through me, nothing, it just never got done. Things just didn't get done. And I delivered a less than stellar product, which was embarrassing. Um, and I just remember my husband saying things like, um, are, are you sure this guy's the right guy for you? You know, before I hired him. I was so excited. Um, there's realities that we just have to face up to. And that was my mistake uh, is kind of looking. It's like, you know, Christy, we look at other people that are bigger, or at least they appear to be, which my husband always reminds me. That's what, you know, you don't really know if they made that seven, those seven figures. But um, I looked at a particular person who I won't mention. She's still in business. And I just thought, I just want to be Lisa. I just want to be like her. Um, I just was not ready. And it was a horrible failure. It was a, it was a, gosh, did I feel like a failure? So let me recap. So you invested 20 grand up front and then you had to pay for tools and infrastructure and team members. So it cost you over 30 grand and it cost you six months of time. I'm sure it sounded like it was a distraction from your daily business activities as well. And at the end, you did not make back the money. Is that what you're saying? I made back about $3,000. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I said that out loud. Okay. Um, yeah, it was, it was horrendous. It was epic. Yeah. And that's really important because you always want to have your CEO hat on. And when you go into a business investment, you want to think, what is the return? Because any investment like this in your business should have a clear return or, you know, a very, you're taking a very calculated risk that it should be a clear return. That's a that's, you know, losing $27,000, right? Not a good return on investment. So tell me, looking back, why was this a good thing for your business? You know, we all make mistakes. So what, what about it was positive? Well, I learned how to choose, you know, who I invest in and what I invest in. It's not to say I never made another mistake after that, which of course I did, but nothing, nothing like that. So it really forced me to look like you talk about ROI, for me to look at that, you know, when I hired this guy and for me to say I can make as much money as Lisa was was just so unrealistic and it wasn't based on any reality whatsoever, right? And I didn't sit down and go, oh, okay, maybe I could, but in order to do that, here's, 
here are the other investments I need to make. So I learned about the idea about, you know, looking at my team and looking, you know, for one thing I learned was developing relationships with people who are support staff so that when you need them for launches, they can come in and help you, right? You know what I mean with that, right? Because with launches, you just, you often need to add temporary, you know, a few months at a time people. And so I did get to know some really, you know, talented contractors. So it's good there is positive. So it taught you to think differently about your investments. It taught you how to build a team and you built relationships with team members you then used over the years mm-hmm. following that. Mm-hmm. And it made you really think about return on investment in the future. You mentioned something that I think is really important. You said, I wasn't ready. And I looked at this other very successful coach and I just wanted to be like her. And I think this is a common mistake coaches make. It's not to say you cannot make a tremendous amount of money as a coach and you cannot make a tremendous amount of money quickly, but I think we as coaches are so optimistic. We see someone doing something cool. We're usually pretty smart and capable and proactive, and so we think we can do it, but we forget to take into account everything that's happening. Like perhaps the person has a huge team that's supporting them and that's how they were able to grow. Or perhaps they have a, this a specific experience that predates their coaching or their business that they're able to bring in. Like they're really great at sales or they're really great at marketing. And they brought that into their coaching business. Or perhaps you don't realize how long it actually took, right. which is what is usually the case. Most There's no overnight successes. And so I just, you know, I, the brutal hard truth is that most of us, you're not going to go from new coach to seven-figure coach in a year or two. There's a couple unicorns who do that, but usually there's something else going on in the background that you don't know about. Most of us are going to go from zero to, to 50,000, then to 100, and then maybe to 250, and then maybe to 500, and then maybe to 800, and then you'd break a million, right? It's just going to take a while. And that's, that's not even that common either. But you have to hit those milestones, right? And so you said you weren't ready because you didn't have the team and your business was pretty young. Was there anything else that you feel like made you really not ready? I just didn't have the, I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the experience. Like when I talk about everything came through me, it stopped. I mean, I was a log jam for so many things. And I'm also, and this is something that I've learned over the years, I've got personal constraints. I've got personal stuff going on, which we all do, right? And my stuff is ADHD. My stuff is procrastinating. My stuff is blah. You know, I mean, I know that could be like a whole nother hour or two or three Let's unpack Bobby's dark side. You listening, you've got stuff that will may slow you down, may get in the way, may interrupt things, and you know family things going on. So I didn't even take that into consideration at all. I wasn't ready to be the boss of all this. I wasn't ready to be the boss of a project that big, which is kind of interesting because that's what I did in my previous life. I managed multi-million dollar projects for for you know, training projects all over the world. But when it's your own business, you kind of forget what you know. Sometimes I learned that too. A hundred percent. And being a managing multi-million dollar projects, I did the same is very different from being a solopreneur. It's a totally different skill set when you have HR and you have accounting and you have other people around and versus doing it all yourself and marketing yourself. It's easy to sell something else too, but when you sell yourself, it's hard. And so all of that is a new skill and it's tiring. And I think we have to be honest as coaches that it's a lot of that just takes time to learn and you need to give yourself the time and the grace to learn it and not set such overwhelming expectations that you can just sort of leapfrog some of these major milestones and not actually have to hit them. 
like most of us, almost 99.9% of us have to hit all of these milestones in order to grow. And it just takes time and effort and failing and doing it again, right? Yeah. And and that dragged me down for a long time. That probably took me a year to recover. Um, you know, obviously financially it was a, a big hit, but just emotionally, I felt so stupid. And again, not the last time I felt stupid in my business, but now I just know like, okay, so I'm, I'm learning and I'm not going to do that again. And part of this too, is that envy thing that like looking at that other coach and being wanting to be her and I'm not. And, you know, I'm further down the road than you and I'm much older than you. Lord have mercy. And so I'm sort of at the end, you know, towards the end of my career and I can look and just give myself permission to be okay. You talked about grace. It's so important just to be okay with the best, doing the best you can do. And maybe you're not going to be Lisa (laughs) and that's really okay because, um, being realistic and knowing that you did your best is really what counts. So when you make this, these mistakes and some of them are really big ones, um, it's okay. Yeah. And I think a lot of us, we look at someone, we think, oh, I want to be them. But once we learn more about their business, we realize I actually don't want that business. Right. And I would rather be the best version of me than a poor imitation of someone else. Well said. And I also want to say, we've talked about bad business investments here, but you should invest in your business, but you should do it at the level your business can handle right? One reason Builder Real Business is not very expensive is because new coaches should not be investing $20,000 or even $8,000 as a brand new coach into their business training. It's, it will cripple it, right? You won't have that money to live on, or you won't have that money to put somewhere else in your business. So you need to invest at the level you're at. I can write a check for $10,000 easily right now because my business can support it, but I could not do that in the first year or two. It would have the amount of stress and how- And yet you did. You're right. And I did. <laughs> don't, don't think it's just me. No, you're actually right for pointing you that did, out. Yeah. I could we not. All, and I did. Did. And I actually borrowed money from my retirement account to invest uh, a huge amount in my training. And I don't regret it, but it, it made me really think this is wrong for new coaches because your business, your business changes so much. So invest in yourself, invest in your learning. You got to do it, but make sure the return on investment is there and make sure it's not at a level you can't, your business can't sustain. Two things that you learned really well from making that big investment early on was, number one, you met me. That's true. I, that, that bit, my investment was $25,000. And I, again, I don't regret it. I got what I needed out of it. And one of the things I didn't know I needed, but I definitely needed was Bobby. I got someone who became um, my business spouse, even though we have two distinct businesses, but that was huge as well as some other friends. And I got some information that I really needed that really helped me as well. And help you serve your clients now. Yes, it does. Because I understand what it's like to be in their shoes and to make that investment. And I don't want them. I don't want that for them because I don't want that weight to cripple you right? If you're a new coach, a two or $3,000 investment is more appropriate. You know, once you get to six figures, you can start making these bigger investments in your business, but just, you don't want to crush your growth or your spirit too early on. And you can, like me, sort of winding down a little bit, you learn, Hey, you know what? I don't like, I, I had two people working for me and I thought, okay, I need to slow down. And so I have to look at that and I have to think about, I mean, that gets very expensive. That's a big part of our investment, right? In business is people. Um, And so it goes the other way too. When I just learned that I have to let one of them go 
um, after like eight years, which was great because she picked up a huge client and she is doing wonderful. So it's just making really smart choices at the appropriate time in your life, not just in your business, but like we've talked about over and over based on how you want to live your lifestyle. Yes. Yes. Don't let your business drive every single decision. Make sure your life is a part of it as well. So with that, is it time for the lightning round, Bobby? It's time. (laughs) So today's lightning round is brought to us by Mexican hot chocolate, which is something I've been eyeing every time we go out for a meal here on the visit to San Miguel, Um, but yet haven't yet had. So wish me luck on that. And thank you, Mexico, for your awesome culinary inventions. The lightning round is also brought to you by Build a Real Business, which is our amazing step-by-step concrete proven program to help you build a coaching business full of happy paying clients. And you are welcome to learn more about it over at coachpony.com forward slash barb dash invite, B-A-R-B dash invite. So you can find that at coachpony.com. Bobby, are you ready for the lightning round? Ready. Business investment tip number one, Bobby. Invest at the level of your business and where you are in your life so you don't cripple or overstress yourself or make investments that just don't work at that time. Yes, 100% agree. How about you, Christy? Tip number two is to understand the return on investment for your business investment before you sign up and make sure you feel comfortable with it. There should be a return on your business investment. I agree. And that assumes you can implement the plan. Yes, absolutely. That's how you get the return is you actually implement the plan. And that means you have the team in place that you need. You have the time in your life to do your part of it. Bobby, tip number three. Don't get caught up in the, I want to be like her or like him. It's okay being you. And maybe you can be that person or have a business like that, at least what you're seeing in the future, even in the near future. But right now, especially in your business, just starting, figure out who you want to be and what works best for you in your life, with your personality and with your dreams. I love that. And I don't think I can add anything else to that. So I want to say thank you, Bobby, for sharing your story on this, because I know it's sometimes really hard to talk about this stuff, but I think we have to. Um, because mistakes happen and you can always learn from them. There's always something positive there, no matter what the mistake. But before we go, of course, we always want to normalize mistakes because they happen. They happen to all of us, no matter what level of business we're at, often the same mistakes. (laughs) Over and over. Over and over again. So we just want to remind you this. Please remember, you can't be great without making mistakes. All right. Thank you, everyone. Adios. Hit subscribe and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. We appreciate you. And if you know another coach who could really benefit or is struggling, feel free to share the podcast with them. Finally, if you want to avoid more mistakes in your business, then please, for the love of chocolate, join Build a Real Business our comprehensive program to help you find happy paying coaching clients. It's the step-by-step training and real live support that you need to build a coaching business that you absolutely love. You can find more information over at coachpony.com forward slash barb dash invite. That's coachpony.com forward slash B-A-R-B dash invite. I can't wait to help you and I'll see you next time. 
Saddle up, let's ride.